Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Today we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 8, titled Lightspeed. Yet another excellent, excellent episode. Uh, One of my favorite episodes of the season, by quite a lot. It is fantastic, it is so brilliant, and different, and subtle, and just amazing. It's... Such a fantastic, fantastic episode, and easily, again, one of the highlights of season five for me. Like, they did something so different with this episode, where they literally just had the high five take over the show for a week. Like, they just ignored the Titans, whatever, they're off doing their own thing, it's fine, who cares? They just went back and had an entire episode surrounding the High Five, and only the High Five. Like, they became the main characters for a week. Titans are off fighting the Brotherhood of Evil. Titans East got called back to Steel City, so they're just running amok, going nuts. And it's so fun to watch. It's so fun to see this extended story surrounding the High Five, these extended glimpses of the High Five's dynamic. Uh, how Jinx and Gizmo and Mammoth and Seymour and Kid Wicked and Billy Numerous all play off of each other. Like, it was just really, really fun and a really nice change of pace. I especially love how they literally hacked the theme song, like, two-thirds of the way through the theme song. The High Five just jacks the transmission and are like, This is our show now! It's almost like a backdoor pilot. Like, honestly, the same way I was talking about how they could have easily done a Titans East series, if they really wanted to, they could have done a High Five series. They could have done a spinoff. Uh, and they ended up not. Like, of course, the actual show, <laughs> the main show was struggling at this point and got canceled after this season. So, not as if, like, people were clamoring for a Teen Titans franchise of interconnected shows at this point, but man, how awesome would it be if it was just, like, high-five anti-heroes just going around stealing all the shit? It's... It, that would have been awesome. I also, by the way, love that moment where Kid Flash is in the cage, and he's like, wait a minute. If you're called the High Five... 
Why are there six of you? Uh, because it sounds cooler? <laughs> like, it's called the high five, but there's six of them. Idiots. Morons. Dumb all around. <laughs> uh, but it was fun to see them. Uh, as I already alluded to, we also got introduced in this episode to Kid Flash, who is just every bit as arrogant and show-offy and just all over the place as he should be. I love this version of Kid Flash. I love how all over the place he is. I love how much he decides to show off. It's great. It's the perfect, perfect portrayal of that character. It's the perfect way to talk about... It's the perfect way to show off that character. It just works. Uh, And Young Justice, by the way, doubled down on this portrayal so, so perfectly. Young Justice, one of my favorite shows of all time. Maybe I'll talk about it on here at some point when it eventually ends, because it's currently in between seasons. So it's still on the air and therefore not eligible for this, but who knows? Eventually, I'll talk about it. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, But I love this portrayal of Kid Flash, and I love what they do with Jinx in this episode. Uh, Jinx's whole arc in this episode, like, she's basically being pulled in, like, 50 different directions. At this point, like, she's at a stage in her life where she just is unsure of what she wants in life. Uh, Because she's been with the High Five, she's been a core member of... The Hive since the very beginning of the show. Like, she was part of that original group of three that attacked the Titans under the command of Slade. And she's shown up with the Hive at various other points in the series, uh, during the Brother Blood stuff, in the introduction of Hive 5 last season. And now she's still there, but she's very unsatisfied with the Hive 5. She feels like... It's too small time. No one's actually listening to her when she says uh, we have to think bigger. Uh, She's just not taken seriously all that much. It's just this juvenile place that's starting to be beneath her. What she really wants is to join the Brotherhood of Evil. She wants to graduate to the big time. She wants to... Be part of the greatest group of villains on the world. Uh, She idolizes Madame Rouge in particular. Like, she talks to Madame Rouge at one point and is just fangirling out. Or does she want that? Because then also Kid Flash is in here and they strike up a bit of a bond. And Kid Flash spends the entire episode trying to tell Jinx, like, hey, you don't have to do this, you don't have to be a bad guy, you don't have to hurt people, you don't have to do any of this, I can see, like, you can be good, you can be a good person, uh, you can do good things, like, you don't have to be a supervillain. So there's also a piece of her that's thinking, well, do I want to be a villain at all? I don't know. So she's pulled in all these different directions, and she has to sort of decide and of course as I have said a big 
factor in her crossroads is the arrival of Kid Flash, who just shows up on the scene and just starts humiliating the High Five mercilessly. Like, he hits them at every single heist they do, tips them, uh, 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 gives them up to the cops, uh, takes their stuff and puts it back. Uh, he gives Jinx a rose, <laughs> which is, like, a big insult. And there's this entire montage of him just, like, taking down everybody. I particularly love the <laughs> moment where Mammoth walks out of, like, a convenience store with an energy bar, and Kid Flash just runs up to him, steals the energy bar, and Mammoth just yells out at him, I paid for that! <laughs> Hey, look, when you constantly steal stuff, when your entire M.O. is I steal stuff, you can't be surprised when someone assumes you stole an energy bar. (laughs) It was so funny. It was so, so great. And all this culminates in this excellent, excellent museum sequence where Jinx goes in on her own. He's about to steal this necklace. Kid Flash shows himself, starts flirting with her a bit, and then is like, hey... You don't have to be evil. You don't have to be evil, blah, blah, blah. And Jinx very clearly is, like, mocking him and very clearly is doing, like, quote-unquote bad acting of, like, I don't know. How can I be good? How can I defect to the side of good? How can I betray evil? And then just knocks Kid Flash senseless. And then we get this great, great sequence of Kid Flash fighting all the High Five members. I especially love this one moment where Billy Numerous is just literally creating, like, a cage of himself around Kid Flash. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't run. I'm Billy Numerous. (laughs) It's it's so, so good. Uh, eventually, though, they capture Kid Flash. They keep him in a cage. They turn him over to the Brotherhood of Evil. They're like, hey, Madame Rouge, come over here. Get this idiot. And then Kid Flash immediately escapes as soon as they call Madame Rouge. And just tears up their entire hideout it's so good it's just this excellent little like karma just he goes around dismantling everything kicking everyone's asses he like goes through jinx's room (laughs) which jinx is really pissed off about and then just escapes and then rue shows up and is like Freaking idiots. You you guys suck. You're morons. I'm t- getting Kid Flash myself. And then Jinx just goes off on her own like, no, I'm getting him myself. You guys won't help me. I'll, I'll do it. I have to prove myself to Madame Rouge. I have to join the Brotherhood of Evil. And then there's this excellent, excellent, excellent third act uh, with Madame Rouge versus Kid Flash. Uh, It is a very good action sequence, very creative, so, so tense and amazing. Then Jinx shows up, captures Kid Flash in a containment field, and then goes over to Madame Rouge and is like, I captured him, just like I said I would. You're proud of me, right? 
And then Madame Rouge just rips into her, slaps her in the face, like, you didn't do anything. I tired him out. You're pathetic. You're just, you're pathetic. You're nothing. Oh, you thought you joined the big leagues? Idiot. And it's at this moment that Jinx sort of realizes, oh, shit. This woman I've idolized is an asshole. And I don't want to be like her at all. Like, I don't care about the Brotherhood of Evil anymore. And Jinx frees Kid Flash and is like, ah, get him yourself. Uh, She delivers one last uh, major attack on Rouge. Rouge escapes. And then Jinx just sort of goes off on her own. Seymour offers to go on another crime spree with her. And she's like, nah, I'm good. And then as Seymour leaves, Jinx, like, under her breath says goodbye. She walks off, notices that Kid Flash left her another rose, takes the rose and just walks off into the darkness on her own, with Kid Flash being off in the distance behind her. So... She's not with the Brotherhood of Evil. She pretty much just flat out said she's not with the High Five. She... Is she act... Are they... Are they doing this? Are they doing what they're heavily implying they're doing? Hmm. Hmm. I will shut up now. I will leave this up to interpretation until a certain moment in this series when maybe we go back to this particular question mark. For now, though, great episode. Excellent, excellent, poetic, brilliant, magnificent, subtle, reserved, fantastic, unique, brilliant episode it's so so good and like i said one of the best things about season five for sure uh anyway if you like this favorite the podcast anchor.fm slash tv archives so that you can be here every single monday through friday as i go through every single episode of this and other shows and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer feel free to call in as well it's simplest just to push up a button on the anchor app i'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined, to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark pledges just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow is Christmas Eve, and Wednesday is Christmas Day, so I'll be taking both of those days off. You will not be hearing from me. Uh, at any point over the next two days, there will not be episodes released then, in that period. But on Thursday, we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 9. Talk to you then.